Amen. Hallelujah. Just with our heads bowed, Amen. Let us just look to the author and Amen, the finisher of our faith, Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ alone, Amen. The one that has brought us, Amen, this this night when we, we couldn't make it along the way. We were once lost and we were once blind and we were once caught up in the traditions of man. It could have been religion. It could have been some way of life in our customs. Uh, it could have been some unholy, sinful life deep in the ways of Satan. Amen. But this night, despite all our mistakes, all our failures, amen, we are found in the house of God, amen. He has given us grace. He has given us mercy. Therefore, we could just lay our lives before him, amen, and say, Lord, remember me. In the need of prayers, we would pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, dear God, we bow before you, dear Lord Jesus, because we are sons and we are daughters of God, Father. We come from God and we go back to God, Father. Like how your prophet said, Lord, we, 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 we were in an eternity circle. And Lord, we dropped into time because of sin. And, and that it made a hickey, he would say, dear Lord Jesus. Lord, there we are, dear Lord, in time. But by your grace, dear Lord, our eyes have been opened, Father. And we can see, Father. We can see things that the world doesn't see, Father. Lord, we could never be proud even. And Lord, lift our heads up high in that sense, Father. Because Lord, we were all so blind and naked and miserable, dear Lord Jesus. But this night, oh God, we could see, Father. We are found in the house of God, Father. We're giving you praises, dear Lord. We lift in our hands, dear Father God. And we're coming to you, Father, this night. Thou knowest the needs of your people, Father God. And as, dear Lord, I... It was allotted for me, Father God, this night to come and, and share what's on my heart, dear Lord Jesus. And you knew this night even before the foundation of this world, Father. No one could stop it, Father. Not even I could stop it, dear Lord Jesus. But Lord, may you grant mercy, Father, this night, O oh God. May you come, Father, dear Lord Jesus. I, I struggle along the way. Everything went wrong, Father God. Even forgot my notes so many times, dear Lord Jesus. But Lord, if it means me even forgetting my notes and coming off my notes, dear Lord Jesus, to see the needs of your children, dear Lord, may I leave my notes, dear Lord Jesus. May I be subjected only to your perfect will, Father. And that's the needs of your children, dear Lord Jesus. Standing in the gap, Lord, this night, Father, may you bless us and may you speak to us, Father. I myself, Lord, stand in the need of prayer, Father. Thou knowest my heart, Father, dear Lord. May you come, cleanse me, and purge me this night. May you make a way for us. In Jesus' precious name, we pray, amen. Amen. With our, our amen, can we just turn to our Bibles, amen? Or we want to just turn to Luke chapter 15. Chapter 
Amen. Right. Just want to read a lengthy bit, but we'll, be try, we'll try to be quick. Amen. Luke chapter 15, amen, verse 11 to 24. And he said, And the younger of them, from, from let's, let's, see, let's um, let us read, amen, from uh, 11, verse 11, sorry. Well, let, let us just read from verse 12. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that followed me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there he wasted his substance with riotous living. That's unrighteous living. And when he had spent all, he arose and a mighty famine in the land. And he began to be in want. Verse 15. And he went and joined himself to the citizen of that country. And he sent, uh, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with husk. And that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came uh, to his father. But when he was yet a great, far, uh, great way off, his father saw him and had compassion in him and ran to him and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son, and, and the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it. Let us eat, be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and he is found. And they began to be merry. Amen. We just want to read a little bit more. Now the elder son was in the field. And as he came and he drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked the servant what these things meant. And he said unto him, Thy brother has come. And thy father has killed the fatted calf because he had received him safe and sound. He was angry and would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. And, his, and he answering said to his father, Lo, these many years I, I do serve thee, neither transgressed I at any time at thy commandment. Yet thou never givest me a kid, that I may make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, which devoured thy living with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. And he said unto him, Thou, son, thou art ever with me, and, with all, and all that I have is thine. Amen. We may be seated, amen. Excuse me, amen, a little bit. Just uh, left work and rushing got my notes, had to run back to the office, the bus almost left me, and when I got into the, amen, when I got into the, 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 the bus, I, um, 
got so just decided just to read my notes. I was so disorientated that uh, the bus took the other route, and I didn't realize that. And when I picked up my eyes, it was here in Whitbank, but I thought he was going through downtown. I phoned wife, please pick me up the other stop because I thought he was going to take the wrong way. Then I realized it's not that way. <laughs> it's the other way. And uh, it was just a bit of a hassle. Almost everything even went wrong at work. But we're just going to trust God, amen. In my feeble ways, amen. We're just going to ask God, amen, just to come and speak to us this night. Amen. The topic that I would like to speak on tonight, amen, is inspiration versus idolatry. Inspiration versus idolatry, amen. Amen. And I just want to read another scripture, amen, from Second Peter 3, verses 1 and 2. You don't have to turn. This also, that in the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, coverters, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedience to parents, unthankful, unholy. Amen. And as we go down the scriptures, amen, we'll find that the Bible also says, little children, keep yourselves away from idols. Amen. Just want to read a quick quotation, then we'll just get into the word. Amen. In the seven church ages, the prophet speaks and he says, they demanded a king. The abandonment to God was dying out. And the people weren't too careful about what they thought of them as they begin to be careful of what the world thought of them. That second generation was coming on, was just like Israel, that second generation. They demanded a king to be like other nations. And when they did that, they rejected God. But they did it anyway. That is the history of the church. When it thinks more of conforming to the world instead of conforming to God, it isn't too long till you see them stop doing the things that they used to do and start doing the things that they wouldn't do initially. Amen. They change the manner of dress, their attitudes and their behavior. They get laxed. That is what Ephesus means. Relaxed and drifting. Amen. And we find out here that out of all the things that uh, Israel has done through their backsliding and rejecting the word of God and their lukewarm ways, we found out that God always opened up his wrath and his anger and always disciplined the children of God, uh, the Israelites. Amen. But as it went through the time, they decided to be like other nations. They decided to have a king. Be like the world. Amen. But when you find out, as the prophet says, when they did that, they rejected God. God rejected them as well. Amen. They wanted to be like other nations. Amen. They wanted a king. Amen. They could feel. They can touch. They wanted to be like other nations. And God said, I will be your God and I will be your king. Amen. God didn't want no bishop, no holy pope. Amen. No mediator, no apostle between you and me. Amen. There's nothing wrong, amen, with us having a godly pastor, a godly leader, amen, somebody that we can trust, amen. But there's a balance to that, amen. But there's so, uh, so much of time, amen, and, and, and ways that we put adoration, amen, to a human being. Amen. We become so dependent on another human being. Amen. 
as we're moving over to idolatry. So many times in the message, amen, man demanded kings, amen. And you watch even in the message that you find doctrines will come out like Perusia, the Thunders, Return Ministries, amen. They were kings in the message, amen. So people just wanted something to identify themselves with. And sometimes, amen, it's not even the men that even start these things. It's a lot of time it's the people, amen. The people, they just want some personality and something they want to go to like the Israelites. They demanded a king, amen. Amen, they wanted an a, 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 a idol, a hero, amen. We know there's no other hero, amen, besides the Lord Jesus Christ. And you will not have any, any graven images, amen. You will not build anything before me. Though the, and our Bible goes on to speak about uh, idolatry, amen, and it speaks it from the beginning, amen, right through the scriptures, right to the end. And it also mentions it in, uh, in the Ten Commandments. And we find in the, in, 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 in the New Testament, amen, the Lord even says, children, keep yourself away from idols. Amen. There's a quote that I would like to read. The faith that was delivered, the faith that, wa- the faith that was once delivered to the saints. The prophet says, we take, for instance, the word Babylon. We see it appear, appear in Genesis. First, it was called the garden gates, I believe, or the gates to heaven. The next thing it was called confusion. And we find out that Babylon started over there in the beginning. And it was the first place of idolatry. We find that out in Genesis. Then we find it over in the middle of the Bible. And then we find it over in Revelation appearing again. We see it comes out of Genesis, comes up Babylon along right out and goes to the seed in Genesis. Amen. And we notice Ahab married Jezebel during the time of the great dark age of Israel. He brought idolatry into Israel, the very type of it today, just in the dark age. And when we come out through the early apostles, the second round, the third round, over into the dark ages, the 1500 years, just as Ahab married Jezebel and brought idolatry into Israel, so did the Holy Ghost church married into isms and brought back idolatry. Today, it's in the form of Christianity. And I say that again. Today, idolatry is in the form of Christianity. See, just very dark. Now, it's moved down each day, each age moves down to the same thing, into the great climax, to the lukewarm conditions, lukewarm ladies here, churches. Oh, what a horrible hour that we're living in. Prophet says this now. Amen. We find out that the human beings, amen, created in the image of God, they've just got this tendency, amen, in their lives, amen, towards idolatry, amen, towards worshiping something. It's something natural, it's within a man, son, a woman, amen, just to worship something. Man will worship something, amen. It doesn't mean maybe because you're religious or you're a Hindu or you're an atheist <clears throat> or some other religion, amen. Uh, amen. You, you just have a natural tendency. You have to worship something, amen. It's in our DNA, amen. And we will worship anything, amen. Even tonight, amen, we will worship something. You will worship the uncreated God or you will worship some created thing. Amen. Amen. Every age that 
came up through the ages, amen, you'll find out that idolatry, amen, started right in the book of Genesis as the Bible speaks on, amen, and it moved right into the book of Revelation. The Bible speaks about mystery Babylon there, amen. And, we feel, and, we, and we're so glad that we have a prophet in this hour and had the revelation, amen, to go and identify these things, to identify the beast and the image of the beast, amen. And the prophet speaks about the image of the beast being America, amen, with its fashions and its ways and its things. And we find out that even how America started, when they started, um, amen, a TV show, I don't know, I haven't seen it, but I saw it on the, on the web, uh, called Idol, amen. It was an idol um, uh, show that they made, amen, in America. And we find out that this show that they made, amen, wasn't just exclusive to America. It went around in the major uh, the countries of the world, amen. You have even South African idols, and you have Australian idols, and all of these things, amen. We know that it started there. Amen. We find even in the young kids that how, you know, kids have a tendency, amen, nothing's wrong with it. They just grow up, they just want something, a Batman, a Superman or something or some muscular thing to, uh, you know, just put adoration in it, amen, something just to look and fantasize on, amen. Kids grow up that way. They just want to admire something, amen. Amen. It's like that. And as we go on, we find out that idol worship gets to such a stage as it moves on into the religious realms, as it moves into the church. Amen. We find out that how we find in the, in, to worship. Amen. People come and you, music unifies people. Amen. People love to come under the influence of music, be it rock and roll, be it uh, country music or rap music or whatever music it is. You find that music will unify people. People all to come to fight what the condition will be and how uh, sinful it will be. People will worship. Amen. Not so long ago, I saw a clip. Um, this off even the topic. I saw a clip on, um, uh, I think it was um, um, Joyous, Joyous Celebration. Joyous Celebration. And I saw this clip. And I saw the clip. And I just saw, look at how tight dresses they had on and how they were just moving and you could see every form and every shape in their bodies in their shiny dresses and things like that worshiping this Jesus that they call Jesus and everybody would just go and they would just uh, worship around this thing not uh, minding the degrading of the word of God but it happens amen music unifies people people will worship despite amen we find out that how Idolatry has even moved into the video games, amen, of this age. And we find out that how people just love to fantasize, amen. And uh, you find out even the, the, the violence in these games, amen. We've gone to such a stage where they call it virtual reality, amen. You can step into this game. You can become part of this game, amen. And you can go on playing this game. You could just murder and kill and I think some of the games are even get into worse things, amen. But it's virtual reality, amen, and it's fantasy. People thrive on these things. And um, uh, Joseph's got a, a car game that he plays on his iPad now and again. You know, you can just travel 300 kilometers an hour and just knock into a wall. You knock into the wall, just beeps a few times, whoop, it's back again. You can go on. 
it's just, it's unreal, but they, it's virtual reality and people just love fantasy, you know, and that's the case. But then there's other fantasies, amen, that people love to get in, amen. And we find out that one of the fantasies that the, 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 the world and men uh, and maybe even women as well love to get into is pornography. And we find out that how pornography has become the number one uh, internet business, amen. Uh, it's just mega bucks. Billions and billions and billions of dollars, amen. But you find out that it's not just like a car game that they go into and just knock that wall and come back and realize there's a lot of consequences, amen, when people go into these fantasies, amen. And uh, no matter what the consequences is, people will just step into that world knowing that's an unreal world, amen, and they'll just step into that world, amen, and it breaks families and it destroys relationships, amen. And um, it shatters home. Amen. And uh, it's just a world of fantasy. Amen. People are so intoxicated, so consumed with these demons. Amen. And it's, it's, such, a, it's such a terrible thing. Amen. And we, even in the message. Amen. We find out that these things even appear in the message. Amen. Just as Alda always finding the opportunity just for praying for people. Not so even long ago. Amen. If I... I had to preach these things. I had to say these things over the pulpit. But sometimes you have to say it, amen, because these things are genuine and these things happen even amongst the message, amen. I just prayed for a little young sister the other day and I know what I'm talking about, amen. I've been down the line there and seen those experiences and I know how these things work, amen. And, 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 and the sister comes up for prayer and she says to me, brother, just pray for me. She's being abused by her dad. Amen. And it was so sad. We just, I just, and we, I prayed for her, amen, knowing that demon, amen. And not so long there, a mom comes up and a mom says, please pray for me. My husband is dwelling on pornography, amen. A selfish world, amen. Man shall be lovers of themselves more than the lovers of God, amen. And this is how they run their lives, Amen. And, uh, you know, I, I just I remember Pastor Brian, not so long ago, he was just telling me that how this brother, uh, 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 it was a, a brother in the, in the message, and man would worship anything, amen. Man will move into idolatry, amen. We find out how the passions of man is being flamed by the pornography, amen, of the Hollywood and the TV. As we see how the uh, prophet says that Satan has moved into Hollywood and the movies and everything is just being sexualized, amen. Sometime out. Pray the pastor, give me some time. There was something that I, I had on my heart just to show the church on Mystery Babylon, amen, of how Satan has moved even into the cartoons. Or, 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 or even into the cartoons. Sexualize these cartoons, amen, and, and things that are just so innocent that you would just think, show your child or something like that. But there is so much of destruction. There is so much of mind-controlling, amen, uh, demonic agendas inside those uh, cartoons, amen, to pervert your child, amen. And uh, these things are happening, amen. And we find out that how TV is playing such a vital role, amen, in these things. I was, not, I was listening just some time ago on the, 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 the Satanic Church in Hollywood, how the high priest in the Satanic Church of Hollywood, they had an interview on him and he was just giving a speech and he too, just overnight use. Uh, the, the, the media use the TV and completely just take over 
the minds of the human beings. You know, we know they are taking over, but if they just want to use that TV and just uh, uh, totally consume the human minds, they can do it. Amen. Uh, because they, and, and, he, and he mentioned the high priest of TV. Amen. I just want to just go over to, amen, moving over to a little bit of inspiration. Amen. This subject, amen. Uh, he was fighting me the whole day and I expected him to meet me in the grounds. Amen. We just can be thankful. Amen. The devil is not a, believers will stay at home. Amen. But he's, yeah, you can, you can count on it. Amen. Lost, amen. Amen. We'll go on, amen. And we find out that Ab- Abraham's inspiration, amen. We find out that Abraham got to a point in his life and he left the land, amen. And God called him out. And these little things that we'd always look at it as a story in the Bible, amen. We would just look at it as something that we would read, amen. But imagine Abraham and Sarah come here, just about 100 years old with a walking stick. We've got a testimony tonight. He says, We're going to have a baby. Brother Solomon said on Sunday, I never said, he said, we will send you to a psychiatrist, amen. But that's the inspiration, amen. He had no quote to go to. He had no COD to go to, amen. He didn't even have a Bible to read. But he was inspired in his heart, amen. So that's the type of inspiration that we're looking for, amen. This night, amen. Amen. We find out, that the one time the prophet was preaching, and as he just kept on preaching and falling under the influence of the Holy Ghost, amen, and uh, uh, preaching the, the word out, amen, and, and all of a sudden, amen, he feels that he should call all to call. And he calls all to call, amen, and he, and, he, and he calls out, and he sees a man walking, and he calls out all to call, and he says, isn't, isn't there one more? Isn't there one more? And he sees nobody coming, and the music stops, and one man comes to the altar and he says to the congregation and he says, the Lord has revealed to me that there were supposed to be three, 300 that were supposed to come to the altar. And he says, listen, oh, you don't believe that. And then he says, then he starts to discern and he starts to discern and he says, you, brother, so and so, you have such and such disease. The Lord Jesus Christ makes you well. Stand up to your feet. And the whole church starts to erupt and goes to pandemonium. And, 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 and people just started rising and the noise and everything. And, and all of a sudden, 300 people shoot more to the altar. And the prophet makes a simple statement. And he says, you have been deceived. And the reason why he says that is because you run for the gift of a man. When God brought the word to move you, but you didn't get moved by the word. Amen. And this is how people are. Amen. Love to worship their own thoughts. Amen. Love to worship the things of man. Amen. The uncreated things. Amen. And I just want to move on. Amen. And as we see that, amen, there was... um, no inspiration in the people's lives, amen. They just had a form. They were just there waiting for some gift, something to move them, amen. And we find out that even in church, amongst the believers, so many times we would wait, and, oh, waiting for our, favorites, our favorite preacher, amen, or waiting for some goosebumps, amen. And, and then we would say something, or then we would raise up and clap our hands, amen. And now the prophet says, you know, don't you realize, amen, that 
how you don't have to wait for atmosphere. You create an atmosphere. Amen. Amen. And you just think, you know, what would the service be? Amen. It's whatever you make of it. Amen. So many times we'll come into the service and we'll say, ah, you know what? Pastor Madiba preached. I, I didn't even get a thing. Who said the service was for you? Maybe, maybe the service was for some young child or some sinner. Your job was to maybe pray. Get into the atmosphere. Get into the word. Amen. So that person can get saved. Amen. Amen. And we just wait for these things to happen. We wait to move. Amen. The song leader will come up and he would say, Listen, let's stand up on our feet. Everybody stands up on their feet. Clap your hands. Clap, clap. Amen. We get in like robots. Amen. Simon says, Amen. Sit down. Simon says, Clap your hand. Amen. And this is the condition, amen, that we get into as believers, amen. I'm also guilty of it, amen. But we shouldn't be in that type of condition, amen. We should be so inspired, amen, and so moved by the Holy Ghost, amen, knowing that every night there's such a supernatural thing that's taking place, amen. It's so powerful, amen. Our brother, brother Lawrence, I met him on Sunday morning. He was the first one here at church, amen. Son of God, amen, there's just been my junior engineer that worked with me, listening to the testimonies, amen, being inspired with the word of God, finding out what's going on, asking me deep questions. And as it went on, the Lord took him, amen. The Lord troubled his heart. And he's just in so in love with the message, amen. Just came in on Sunday morning after being moved by Wednesday's service, amen. And he just came and asked me a few questions. Wait up earlier, I think it was the second one in. Came in, just asked a few questions. And I started to answer him, amen, just under... The simple things that I had known, amen. And, and then Brother Solomon just comes in and delivers. I could almost look back and say, Lawrence, everything that I had spoke to you about there, in detail, it was spoken to you, amen. After the service, I phoned him, Lawrence. I said, listen, I didn't talk to the brother. I didn't even speak to the brother. I didn't even phone him. Lawrence replied and he said, listen, even if you did, it would have never been so accurate. The inspiration, amen. The Holy Ghost, amen. The atmosphere that we should be in, amen. Amen, in this hour. Amen. What a wonderful privilege that we have as the children of God, amen, to enter into the holies of holies, amen. To separate ourselves away from the world, amen. We should be the most, we are the most blessed people in this world, amen. To, to partake of such a thing, amen. It's beyond measure, beyond price, amen. Amen. And we just find out, I'm just going to quickly move into the prodigal son. There's some inspiration in here. There's some idolatry in here. Amen. And then we'll close. I said the last time, amen, when I first preached, I thought, how in the world am I going to finish this? And I thought, but what if I finish by 15 minutes? What am I going to do the next 15 minutes, you know? And I didn't even finish. It was just halfway through and I, I still have notes. I have things that I didn't go on. But then I realized what a lovely audience, amen, that was there, amen, pulling out these things and God was speaking. I, I was really enjoying myself, amen. So we just want to just quickly go, amen, the prodigal son. And we find out here that there was two sons, amen. A man had two sons, amen. And, and one of the sons decided, listen, I, wanna, I want 100% of all that belongs to me. I want to go out, amen. He wants out, amen. The Bible says... That he went out and he wasted his, his money in all unrighteous living, amen. 
He tried everything that was to try. He tasted everything that it was taste. Amen. And we find out that he spent everything and he was totally empty. Amen. And we find out that he wasn't even satisfied. Amen. Amen. If, uh, to fill the thirst and the hunger inside his heart. Amen. He tried everything. Amen. And that's the son of God. Amen. Trying the things in this world. Amen. We could try religion. We could try the things of this world. We'll never be satisfied. Amen. Brother Lawrence, last night we had fellowship right till 8 o'clock, amen. He was supposed to go home at 6, he didn't go, amen. Came in my office and he fellowship and one of the outstanding things that he said last week, Wednesday service, he said, you know what, I've been to parties, I've been here, I've been here, I've been here. He said, never in my life, and I wish I could have just uh, took a photograph, you know, of his face at, at that time. And he said, never in his life of history has he felt so much of joy. Never in his entire life. He said he wished that service could never uh, 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 finish. He said he stood outside in the cold. Uh, he wished he could never go home. Amen. Amen. The first love. Amen. Don't let that fade away. Amen. That first love. Amen. We always remember when man, woman, those that are married, know when the courtship starts. Amen. Oh, the flowers and the everything and everything and everything. Yeah, <laughs> so don't let that first love, amen, fade away. The Lord Jesus Christ wants to be loved. He wants to be honored. He wants to be adored, amen. He wants to be worshipped, amen. We go out there into our work, amen. We do that. I, I, I always think, amen, we'll spend nine hours, sometimes I'll spend 14 hours, 15 hours at work, and we would do things with our kids, amen. And the Lord just wants about an hour of your life of concentration, Amen. Just giving him everything. Amen. And we find out that we will just get so relaxed and say, ah, the scripture is too long and he sang too long and he preached too long. Amen. I think this is the most sacred moment of our lives when we should give our all in all. Amen. We should put our church order. Amen. In order. Amen. Stop moving around. Amen. Just concentrate, come into the church, amen, just be reverent, amen, be praying, not, not, not looking around, amen, uh, the children, try and keep them in order, amen, and just off my notes, amen, but it's the truth, amen, how we tend to neglect these things, amen, we t tend to neglect the greatest salvation of grace that has come, amen, and we grieve the Holy Ghost away. I notice even pastors, sometimes he will say, and he'll finish his sermon, and, he, and there it's time for the altar call, amen. And there it's time just to give the, the children the word of God, amen. And, and he'll say, let's stand up to our feet now. You'll find everybody just walking to the toilet, amen. The greatest moment, the climax when the Holy Ghost is ready, amen. People will hear the door open, and children will move around, amen. And just get out of order, and amen. It gets grieved, amen. Amen. As we, as, we, as we go on, amen, and we just find out that um, uh, the world, listen, young people, the world has nothing to offer you, amen. Has nothing to offer you, amen. No joy, no happiness, amen. The Bible says that the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye would fade away, amen. Amen. But the things of God, amen, will abide forever. Amen. Amen. We, 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 we time-tested memorials, amen, that can say amen to that. Amen. It's got nothing. It'll break you. Amen. It'll leave you destitute. Amen. That's how bad it is. Amen. The devil is 
cunning out there, amen. He wants to take your children, amen. He wants to make them into the boys into homosexuals, amen. He wants to molest the girls, amen. He wants to take your wife away, amen. That's what he wants to do, amen. Uh, the, 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 the highest, I was just telling the other brother the other day, in the message, amen, sir. The, 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 the divorce rate, amen, is so high. Amen, amongst the message. We know that the devil is finished there, amen, with the, with the, with the, with the Pentecostals, and they could live homosexual lives, lesbian lives, horrible lives, amen. They could come, preach on the pulpit, they can go on. The devil doesn't need a separation there, amen. There's 200 million demons, amen, let loose against the bride, amen. He wants to destroy us. Amen. How we need to be inspired. Amen. Like Abraham. Sometimes we don't even have a quote. Amen. What's the length of your dress? Amen. Amen. Not about laws and do's and don'ts. Amen. We need to be inspired. Amen. In the last time I said it as well. There's so many things that you'll come up. There's so many decisions in your lives. Amen. You won't find a quote for. You won't find a quote for. Amen. You need to go in and go on your knees and be inspired by the Holy Ghost, amen, that the Lord could lead you, amen. Amen. Let's stick to our notes. Amen. And, and, and this youngster, amen, as he went out and the things that he did, amen, and he just thought, you know what, no more, you know, uh, 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 you know think of my ser- the servants, they've got more bread, amen, and they've got more, they were so blessed, amen. And then he gets a thought, amen, and he says, I will arise, amen. It's a good thought, and go to the Father, amen. I think that's a good thought tonight, amen. And I have sinned against heaven, and before thee, I'm no more worthy to be called your son, amen. Higher service, that's what he's thinking that he, he would do, amen. Amen. And it's just a thought, amen, that he had. In other words, uh, I did the crime, amen. I'll do the time, amen. Uh, you know, I'll just, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just get into church, amen, and... I'll just go down there and I'll just sit down and I'll be quiet and I'll just sit down in the back there and I'll just warm the bench, amen, and just, that's his thoughts, amen, Uh, you know, amen, and he just thinks and he says, you know, uh, and that's how people, amen, treat forgiveness, amen, Uh, you know, they they would think, yes, okay, you know, um, the, the Lord is like them, they'll think God is like them, you know, they'll think God doesn't forgive he doesn't forget, amen. A lot of times they'll go and they'll ask God for forgiveness. And they know God forgave them, amen. But they won't forgive themselves. They'll go through life, amen. They'll go through life just letting the devil torment them in their minds, amen. And they'll accept these thoughts, hey, I was like this and I was like that and I shouldn't have did this and I shouldn't have did that and I shouldn't have done that. You know, there's so many times I'll even come from work and, you know, the devil floods you with evil thoughts, amen. Continually. I don't even confess those thoughts. Those thoughts are not mine. Amen. That's to the devil. Amen. I'm not like that anymore. And this is how it is. Amen. That how people will just allow the devil just to bang them and bash them around. Amen. In life. And they won't forgive themselves. They always use these things against them. Amen. And then he has this thought and he says, listen, I'll go back. I'll, I'll be a servant. Amen. And um, let me get some water. I just... just and I'll just be a servant, amen. I'll just go back there and just uh, warm the chair, amen. And we find out that people have this type of attitude. When they come out of the world or they backslide and they come out and they'll just have this type of uh, thoughts in their mind, amen. And they'll just uh, want to just go and sit down. And you'll find out that so many times these people are gifted, amen. 
genuine gifts in the body of Christ. Amen. And you'll find out that these gifts, amen, won't even manifest. And if it does, amen, it'll take a long time till it uh, manifests. Amen. And what a loss, amen, to the children of God because man shall be lovers of themselves. Amen. Their own thinking. Amen. But as we find through the scriptures, we find out that God doesn't want us to think that way. Amen. And we just find out that, you know, we speak about justification. And we see that how people don't even understand the most practical, you know, thing of salvation. Amen. Because it's by faith you are saved. Amen. And by grace you are saved. Amen. And we would just think, you know, a man in a community maybe will just commit murder. And we'll take him to the judge and the judge will sit him down there. And the judge will say to him, uh, listen, son, uh, I, I'm, I'm the judge, but I'll forgive you. And uh, you have done wrong. I'm going to give you mercy. You, there's no jail for you. You can go out. You're free. Amen. And some people think that's justification. Amen. But that's not justification. Amen. Because that man, that woman, they'll walk out of that courtroom. Amen. After being forgiven. They will have this thought in their mind, I was always be a murderer and nothing. And, uh, I'm always, I was always a murderer, amen. And this is how they would think themselves, I did this wrong and I did that wrong. And they'll go on, amen, and they'll just carry on like that. But that's not justification, amen. And we find out that justification is when this man comes into the court. And the judge will say, listen son, you free, Amen. You have never even done it in the first place. Amen. So when he walks out of there, amen, it wasn't him, amen. You were born with two natures, amen. I I just went to Durban. I was just thinking how the cousins were saying, hey, remember you did this and you did that and I just did that. I didn't have the time, but when I just came home, I said, that that wasn't me. That that wasn't me. You know, I... So many times people will come knocking on my door, amen, of my heart, amen. And they'll ask, is that his brother Derek there, amen. I'd say to them, he doesn't live here anymore. He died a long time ago, amen. That's justification, amen. Free, amen. Free to sin, no more, amen. Christ has made us free, amen. Hallelujah. And we just trust God, amen. And we just find out that there's no condemnation, amen. Our minds are geared towards idolatry, amen. We always got this thought, oh, I'm just so unworthy. I'm just so unworthy, amen. Who said you were even worthy in the first place, amen. Tell the devil that you'll never be worthy by yourself, amen. Christ has made me worthy, amen. I would just think, amen, sometimes we as our brothers, amen, we just walk past the pawn shop, amen, and we'll just see, Hey, maybe there's a little something there if you're a fisherman or something. You see, maybe it's a nice rod and reel. Hey, I just want that. And you just see that thing is, wow, that thing is uh, maybe 20 rand, amen. And you really want this. And you just, wow, I saved up that money and I, I'm going to buy this thing, amen. You go and you buy that rod and that reel, amen. And, and you ask the guy how much and he says 20 bucks. You say, hey, you sure it's 20 bucks? He says, yeah, it's 20 bucks. Can't you see there? And you pull out that money before he changes his mind, amen. You just can't believe, amen. But in any case, you pay this thing and you take it out, amen. You deem this thing, amen, more precious 
than the money. Amen. And there's our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Paying the ultimate price. His blood. Amen. The ultimate price. Amen. And he doesn't even look at his sacrifice. Amen. What he has purchased is more valuable than his blood. Amen. The prophet even said that. Amen. He said, even if I have to stand here, amen, with a glass full of the blood of Jesus Christ, amen, what's sitting down there is more valuable than this blood, amen. He doesn't even, we look at, oh, the Lord has sacrificed and he has done this and he has went through so much of hardship, amen. He don't even look at that, amen. He looks at the value, amen, of this sons and daughters of God, amen. It's so valuable to him, amen. And then we call that worthy, amen. Our ways may be unworthy, amen. But deep down in our soul, there's a predestinated seed, amen. That seed is of God. That seed is God and that seed is worthy, amen. That's God's life, amen. That's a worthy life of God, amen. Don't call that unworthy, amen. 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 And this is what he thought. And as he came down thinking, hey, I'm unworthy and having all these thoughts, he's come up there to the driveway, we would say today, hiding himself, just ducking there, trying to get into the, uh, to the Father, amen, and thinking of all these thoughts. I'll just come to church and I'll be a nothing and I'll just sit down, amen. The da- and, and then he finds the dad. If you read the scriptures there, you'll find the dad there. And the dad was watching he was at the balcony there watching. And that's our Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. Watching and waiting, amen. Man will give up on you. Friends will give up on you. Brothers will give up on you, amen. Uh, Your leaders will give up on you, amen. But Jesus never gives up on you, amen. I'm a witness on that, amen. The day when I repented, amen, and asked God for forgiveness, amen, on the the life that I was living, his, his arms were open and waiting for me, amen. Amen. And dad's response was, amen. Dad didn't say there as he came home and say, oh, listen, boy, you know what I mean? You are, you're just a, lousy old sinner, you know, I, I knew one day you'll come crawling here and you'll come here and you'll beg here for mercy. Mm-mm. That wasn't the father, amen, the portrait, amen, of the father that showed, amen. And uh, dad says to his, and as he comes there, the dad says to his servants, listen, um, uh, the Bible says he has seen him a long way off, amen. And you might be even a long way off, amen, in your ways, amen, amen. But Amen. This son of God, amen. And we find out that as he comes up that driveway, amen, dad comes and runs to him, amen. And dad says, listen to his servants, bring me the rope, bring me the ring, amen. You'll know the story and put it on him, amen. And, 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 and the lad gives his story, amen. But I love it, amen, is father doesn't even respond. He's busy saying, I'm word, unworthy, and uh, all this, and wowsy, wowsy me, and I've done this. And the father doesn't even respond, amen. Doesn't even tell him the time of the day. You came late and you did this and you did that and you did that. And he just says, bring the fatted calf, amen. You wonder why it was a fatted calf, amen. Because that calf was being fat, amen. He had hopes for his son, for his daughter, amen. And he fed that, amen. He knew that my son's coming home one day. And I just believe that what, that's what we should do. As believe as children of God, amen. Somebody has walked off. Somebody has went, went wayward, amen. We should believe and have hopes and believe and trust in the Lord, amen. And apply the token, amen. Remember uh, the prophet's son is my went, why, why, I never forget that, amen. It always moved in my heart, amen, when he said to his son, listen, boy, I apply the token on you. 
And so many times we have in our mind, amen, applying the token, amen. It's like just taking some magic wand and putting and applying the token, amen. Applying the token, amen, is living a life of Christ, amen. A sacrificial life of Christ, amen. Applying the token on your family, amen. And when you do that, you know they're coming home, amen. Amen. And then we find out that as he went down, amen, and got into the situation, amen, and then we, we see that there's an eldest son, amen. And this eldest son, amen, is much alive today, amen. Amen. And our sermon today is inspiration versus idolatry, amen. And we find out that the inspiration in this prodigal son that was so wayward, amen, in his life. And we find out that the Bible says that he came to himself. We find that the man of Gidara, amen, was in an insane condition. Nobody to even help him, amen. He came to himself, amen. And how much, how many of us can identify and say, you know what, we came to ourselves, amen. We were in the pig pen, we were in the mess, amen. And we came to ourselves, amen. And that's the inspiration, amen. That's the sunlight, the word of God, amen. Quickening the seed inside you, amen. And coming to life, and realizing there's much more in this world, amen, than the, 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 the splendors out there, amen. Much more to careers and working and getting the big things in life, amen. And the Bible says that he came to himself. We just find the eldest son, the Bible says he was busy in the field. He was working, amen. There was two people here. Amen. There was, uh, there was one that was inspired. And we're going to see the one that's full of idolatry. Amen. And he was busy working, 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 working. We find Cain in the Garden of Eden. Amen. Did exactly the same thing. Work, 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 work. We think it's by works. Amen. Amen. To Christ said, I'll do nothing unless the Father shows me. Amen. There was inspiration. There was revelation coming through. Amen. And we find out that the elder son came. You could say it was a Wednesday night. And he came out, and the Bible says he came out there, and he heard music, amen, and he heard dancing, amen. And he came, and he drew near, and he asked his servants, what in the world is going on here? Amen, I hear music, and I hear dancing, amen. What's happening at church tonight? Amen. And the, 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 the servants say to him, listen, thy brother has come, and the father has killed a fatted calf, amen, because, amen, he has received him. Safe and sound, amen. That's what's going on in church tonight. Now this eldest prodigal son's brother, amen, instead of, instead of having mercy, amen, he showed no mercy, amen. Amen. He, amen, and as he went on, he, the Bible says he was angry. He won't go to church that Wednesday night. He didn't want to go in. He refused to go in. And the Bible says he was angry and so mad, amen, he just wouldn't want to go to church that night. And, and he just thought in all this music, and that's what he says, all this music, amen, for this uh, brother of mine, you know, rotten, he knows he went out with harlots, and he went out and he lived a, a sinful life, and, you know, I'm yeah, you know. And these type of people never have mercy, amen, if you look at that. They watch a wayward sinner come into church, amen, or they watch a, maybe a sister in church, you'll find out maybe a sister just went way off the line, maybe she started putting on earrings, or maybe she cut her hair or something like that, and you'll find out there, they'll, instead of going and talking and encouraging the sister, uh, they'll talk about her, amen, and, 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 and you know, and they'll have discussions about her, and 
Oh my, you know, she doesn't even have the token. There was no token applied to that home, amen. Instead of going and encouraging, amen. Knowing that we were in the same condition, amen. We were in the same condition, amen. And that's how we view sometimes the, the way with sinner, amen. Instead of encouraging them, amen, we go and we talk about them, amen. Instead of helping them, amen, and praying for them, amen, we go and talk things about them, amen. Gossiping and saying how they've cut their hair and look at it, they've done that and they've done that and there's no, there's no hope for them, amen. That's what the, the prodigal son's brother was doing, amen. And this guy was very angry, amen, in verse 29 and he wouldn't go to church, amen. Then the father came out, amen, and the father came to hear his testimony. Father asked him, what's wrong, amen, and he gives his whole story, amen, and it reminds me, amen, of the rich uh, young ruler, amen, and, and this son gives his story and he says, Father, look, I've been with you so many years. I work in the kingdom of God, you know. I, I never let you down, amen. I, I'm sanctified and I, 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 um, I never run out to the woman of this world. I never smoked and I never drank and I never did all these things, amen. I never transgressed, amen, against your law, amen. And uh, there comes your son, amen. And he's went out and he's devoured all his uh, inheritance and went out and lived with harlots and uh, the, the, the wrong ways of this world. Amen. But I've been true and I've been virtuous and you didn't kill a fatted calf for me and give me to go with my friends. Amen. You know, and they watch him. He's, he's, he's accusing first. Amen. He's accusing first and pointing fingers first or, or rather he's, he's exalting himself first. Amen. And then he's pointing fingers. Amen. And condemning and that's how he's doing, amen. And he was just so, amen, sad about this, amen, this, this, this uh, uh, brother that came in and how could the father do that to this, amen. And we find out, amen, that how the Bible says, amen, that how Lady Osea is in such a lukewarm condition, amen. That he says, I'll spew you out, amen. You neither hot nor cold, amen. And... That brother, amen, he worked in the kingdom of God. He sacrificed, he lived holy, and he did everything, amen, that was supposed to be done amongst the church, amen. But there was no inspiration in him, amen. There was no music, amen. There was no dance in him, amen. And uh, he was in a lukewarm condition. This boy was worse off than what his brother was in the world. Amen. And that's the, he, that, that, that was his condition. Amen. The prophet even said that sometimes we get, we, get, we get just enough much religion. Amen. To make us miserable. Amen. Amen. There's no center of the fence. Amen. You're either hot or you're cold. Amen. The center of the fence belongs to Satan in any case. Amen. So God wants us to be on the other side. Amen. It may seem sometimes ridiculous. may seem radical. Amen. Look, we're going totally against the current, amen. We look at the insanity in this world, amen. The stand that you will take for God, amen. You are totally insane to the world, amen. And if they find it comfortable to be with you and comfortable to move around with you and with all the habits, then you need to do a checkup, amen. Amen. It should be like that, amen. I, I, I know I, I love testifying. I, I normally I'll testify and sometimes... You'll find a young sister or somebody at work and you'll, you'll, you'll testify to her. She's dressed up so immoral. 
But just by testifying to her, amen, you'll find slowly she'll block her cleavage, amen. You'll slow, slowly she'll start pulling her dress down, amen. I didn't even say anything about the dressing, amen. I didn't even say anything about the dressing, amen. But that's the inspiration, amen, that we're looking for, amen. And that's the inspiration that the world is lacking, amen. You're either in or you're either out, amen. God doesn't want lukewarmness, amen. And, um, amen, there's so much more notes, amen. I'm looking at the, the time, amen. And we just thank God, amen, that we could see inspiration, amen, versus idolatry. And there was idolatry right in the church, amen, as the quotation that we read, amen. And we find out that another uh, um, way of inspiration, amen, when the woman came and she touched the, the, the garment of the Lord Jesus, amen. She had no quotations. She had no uh, books to read. Nobody told her, amen. And even the disciples, amen, would say, you know, the elders of the church blocked her and stopped her and said, uh-uh, you can't, no, no, no touching the master today. It's out of bounds, amen. Just as far as you go, amen. And, but there was something inspired in her heart, amen. She just knew, amen, if I'm going to break through, amen, uh, if I just come and I just touch the hem of his garment, amen, I know I'll behold, amen. And that's the inspiration, amen, that we're looking for, amen. Sometimes we hear and the word of God is going forth, amen, and, and, and the word of God is being preached, amen. Do not get in the atmosphere, amen, of even, I would say, the elders of the church, amen. Don't get into the atmosphere of the people in the church, amen. You allow the Lord Jesus to move to you freely, amen. You need to stand up and clap your hands, you clap your hands, amen. You need to stand up and cry and shout and scream and do anything that you need to do for the Lord, amen. You do it, amen. Sometimes we just get so caught up with the rules and the regulations, amen, of Simon Says, amen, in the message. We need to break those customs, amen. We need to move. Now the Bible says, the violent take it by force, amen. How you need to be diligent, amen. How we need to break through all the unbelief, all the idolatry thoughts in our minds, amen. The church atmosphere. Let's not get into the atmosphere of the church, amen. Let us get into the atmosphere of this woman, amen. Broke all the rules of the church, amen. Stepped into the presence of God, she received a blessing, amen. And I believe that's the same thing with the, the rapture, amen. And the condition that this... Uh, uh, the, the, look, we, we, we're not even in the church ages anymore. We're not even the, in the reform age anymore, amen. We are doing something that the, the church or the believers and the ages has never done. God took us back to the faith of the Pentecostal fathers, amen. When the church was in its, in its infancy, amen. Amen. But we know that the, the, the groom won't marry a, a child, amen. She has to mature. Amen. And now she's matured. Amen. A matured bride. Amen. A genuine bride. Amen. And that's the one who's married. Amen. So this bride is in a condition that the church has never been. Amen. Paul and them, they spoke about the rapture. They believed in it. Amen. They were inspired in it. Amen. But it wasn't time. Amen. For that scripture. Amen. Just like when the Lord prophesied on, on the Lord Jesus, amen, that will come. And 600 years before it could come, everybody believed that there's a virgin Mary that will come up and the word will be inspired, but the word just lay dormant, amen, for that hour. Amen. And then 600 years after that, there the baby was born. Some must have thought, no, I'm the virgin and I'm this and I'm that and I'm that. Through the church ages, it's been the same way, amen. It's not anymore them. It's us now. 
Amen. We have come to a place, amen, that no man has ever come into, amen. No church age, no believers. The Bible says they of the old desire to be where we are, amen. Having this rapturing faith, amen. How much it should be inspired in our hearts, amen. How much we should be not just relaxed and just take it, amen, as a, as a, as a you know, you'll find people, you know, saying these wonderful words and creating kings, amen. Idolatry, yeah, the seven thunders, the Perusia, the return ministries, and they like to identify themselves with these things, amen. And yet the prophet said, don't let this message become common to you. Let it always be a burning fire, a burning desire in your heart, amen. Amen. And, um, amen, this is a condition, amen. And as we just about to close, amen, and you'll find out that you will come to a caterpillar, and you'll ask the caterpillar, caterpillar, how are you going to fly? What are you going to do? How are you going to fly, caterpillar? And you'll say to the caterpillar, caterpillar, what are you going to do? Are you going to maybe make some sticks or take some, some of the, 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 the leaves out here and sow and knit a, a wing? Amen. And you'll go to the edge of the branch there and jump off and fly. Amen. And, uh, you know, because this caterpillar has to fly. Amen. There's a desire in him that he has to fly. Amen. And, and somebody is suggesting things to him, amen. And the caterpillar has no idea, amen, how he's going to get the body change, amen. Amen, he has no idea, amen. But something is telling him on the inside, amen, he's about to change, amen. Amen, he's come to a season of change, amen. And all he can think about is eat, 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 amen. We find out how the, the messenger of the hour, amen, said to the bride, amen, take this book and eat, amen. And that's the bride's commission, amen. Amen. Stick your head into the word, amen. So many times we will spend a lot of time on the newspaper, on the TVs, a lot of time we'll spend out finding how the Illuminati works and how, how the new president, the woman presidents will come and all of this and all of that. And that's not going to give us rapturing faith, saints of God, you know. But a lot of times we waste time on these things, Amen. And that's not how we're going to get our body changed, amen. Find people, T.D. Jakes and all these, uh, Benny Hinn's and all this, making these lovely cliches and quotations and his books. And uh, what's his name? Dr. Dobson, amen. Ten steps to a happy marriage. No rapture. No happy marriage, amen. No revelation, no faith, amen. A happy marriage, amen, is in this message, amen. Under the inspiration of... Of not do's and don'ts, amen. But in, in, in another inspiration and the revelation, amen. And we'll find out, amen, this caterpillar, amen. He just begins to eat and eat and eat and eat, amen. He knows there's a season that's coming, amen. There's a forceful war, amen, that's pushing out, amen. Amen. And there's no need for us to feed on the world and its pleasures and its sin, amen. All we need to do is just feed on the word of God, amen. We've got a privilege like this Wednesday service, amen. You come in, you know the prophet said, when you miss a service, you lose a pint of blood. It's a quotation. Amen. I was just telling Brother Lawrence there, I said I lost a lot of blood. Amen. Amen. Out there with, with, with Pharaoh, amen. And, but this is how we, we need to treat the message, amen. There's a genuine inspiration, amen, that's moving around. A genuine inspiration, amen, that can take us and lead us through the avenues, 
amen, of this, of this life, amen, and lead us and inspire us, amen, just to find the last one, amen, so the last one could go home, amen. Amen, we would close with that, amen. If we would just stand to our feet, amen. Amen, can we just have maybe just an organ playing? Maybe just an organ playing softly, amen. Just play something softly, amen. Hallelujah. But our heads bowed, amen. Let us just uh, look to him, amen. And the word must have came, amen, in such a way, amen. And it's a, it's a double-edged sword, amen, children of God. And, uh, there were so much of things, amen, that I, I even tried to omit, amen, from the message. But I was directed by the Holy Ghost, amen not to do that i was warned amen and uh i just struggled along amen and god had even spoken to me this night amen and i just believe that you've come amen to the right place amen i believe that we heard the word of god amen i believe that we are on the altar amen as the word came out amen we're not waiting for some music amen somebody to stare us up or somebody to call us amen the altar is right in your soul amen that's where God will meet you, amen. Uh, amen. It's, it, uh, that's how it is. If you, sometimes, you know, we put altars here in front, amen. We do that, amen. But our heads bowed, amen. And, and just let us just focus on the Lord. And sometimes we have these altars, amen. Sometimes we just need to say, Father, I'm just going to show this prideish flesh, amen. Go out right in front of the altar, amen. Be not ashamed, amen, of the conviction that's in our hearts, amen. Sometimes we do that, amen. But the altar is right in our souls this night, amen. And uh, we just want to, amen, just if we need, uh, um, amen, just the Lord to undertake uh, for us, amen. We, we could slip up our hands, amen. My, my hands are even risen, amen, my two hands. And just say, Lord, I, I've been caught up so much in, all, uh, in idolatry, amen. Sometimes we get inspired, amen, even myself, amen. Just, uh, just come home sometimes and the devil will... Speak to me, amen, and just tell me things, amen. You just come home, you're just so frustrated, amen. You're just looking for an excuse, amen, just to uh, lay off the pressure and we find out that you'll find a wife at home, amen, just created a lovely atmosphere that you could step into, give you a cup of tea, amen, just sit you down, ask you, how is the day, amen, just drive you off that anointing of the devil, amen. Now we get caught up, amen, as sons and daughters of God, amen. But this night we want to say, Lord, I, I see, Lord. I see where's the inspiration. I see where's the idolatry, amen. And, and I've been caught up as well, Lord. And I just want to say, I, I've been like that prodigal son sometimes, amen. I just want to say, Lord, help me, Lord. Have mercy upon me, amen, as we pray tonight. Gracious Heavenly Father, dear God, Father, with all long-suffering, Lord, the grace of God has come to us, dear Lord Jesus. You've made a way for us, dear Lord, this night, Father, that we could be called the children of God, Father. That we didn't come in vain, dear Lord Jesus. It's how the devil tried to stop the service and we see him all ever news, dear Lord Jesus. But God, your word has come forth, Lord. I, I may have brought it, Father, in a tattered way, in a torn way, Lord, in a haphazard way, dear Lord Jesus. 
But may you take those broken pieces, dear Lord Jesus, and bring it to the hearts of your children, dear Lord. And be the after speaker, dear Lord, and, and, and help them, dear Lord. As, Lord, we are in need, Father, in this world where the 200 million demons, dear Lord Jesus, let loose against the bride, dear Lord Jesus. And how this bride is just a, a small little portion, Father God, a minute, dear Lord, not even 1% of the world's population, Father. How these demons are against us, Father God. And how we fight and we get so weary, Father. We get so downhearted, Father. So many times, Lord, we don't even feel like believers, amen. And when Satan preaches to us, amen. And so many times we accept those things, Father. And we, and we, and we go into idolatry, Father God. And we just think we're just so unworthy, Father. And we think all these thoughts, oh God. But Lord, as your children, Father, we want to say, Father, forgive us. Help us, dear Lord Jesus. Help us not to slumber, Lord, like the foolish virgins, dear Lord. They slumbered in the last hour, Father God. They fell asleep, dear Lord, because there was no quickening power in them to keep them alive, dear Lord Jesus. They slumbered, dear Lord, and they fell into a lukewarm state, dear Lord Jesus. And they missed the rapture, Father. We see what an hour that we're living in, dear Lord how the rapture anointing, the rapture season, the caterpillar season, Father God. We don't know how it's going to be done, Lord. We don't know how this body is going to change, Father. Oh, we know, Lord, like a little young girl, Father, an infant bride, a small little bride, Lord. And you would ask her how your marriage is going to be. And she says, she'll tell you about all the colors. And, oh, I'm going to have, a, a have a balloons. And a, I'm going to have this color scheme and, and this and that and all that. And she won't even talk about the bride. She just she she could she doesn't even understand how things are gonna be. But deep in her heart, there's an inspiration that she's gonna have a wedding. Amen. That we know that we're gonna be in the supper, dear Lord. That you have pro- provided for us, dear Lord. We know that you have put a ring on us, Father, of eternity of grace, Father God. We know that the marriage is not up there, dear Lord Jesus. That's the marriage supper, but the marriage. Is down here, dear Lord Jesus. We know, Father, is here where you put the seal of God, the Holy Ghost on us, Father God. So we're not waiting for something, oh God. We're not waiting for some evidence of the third pool, Father God. We're not waiting for some revival, dear Lord Jesus. We are experiencing it as the children of God. Like my brother Lawrence, Lord, said last week, Wednesday, Lord, didn't want to even go home, Father. Didn't want the message to finish, Father God. Oh, having a revival, dear Lord Jesus. Help us to get into that revival, Father. Help us to be where, we, where the prophet says you cannot even wait uh, for those gates or those doors of the church to open, Father God. Where we'll put our entire life, our entire sacrifice, Father God. Oh, our entire finance, Lord. Our entire life, oh God, into the message, Father, dear Lord Jesus. Oh, God, how weak we get, Father. How caught up in Lady Ursula we get, Father. How we slumber, dear Lord Jesus. How we get so weak, Father. But, Lord, you have quickened us with the power of the Spirit of the Word, Lord, in this hour, dear God. We just want to thank you, Father, so much for being so kind to us, to bringing us, Lord, into this place. 
and serving us, O oh God, with great manner, Father. Lord, with our Pastor Madeba, dear Lord. And, oh Lord, we just think of even Sunday service, Father God. And what a privilege that we have, Father. The richness of this word, the unadulterated word of God that the world and the denominations are starving, Father. And we see the malnutrition, Father God. We see them in consecration camps, Father God. We see a persecution upon their lives, Father. No nutrition, Father. Oh, but the caterpillar, dear Lord Jesus, she just wants to eat and eat, dear Lord. So hungry for the word of God, dear Lord Jesus. Escaping the pleasures of this world, Father. Cannot even talk about much the sports and all these filthy things that go around, Father God. And all these ways, dear Lord. But she's so locked into the word, Father. That's the only thing that gives her joy, Father God, is the word of God. And the word of God is God, Father, dear Lord Jesus. We just love you, Father. Be with us this night, O God. Bless us and keep us, dear Lord Jesus. We ask you in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. God bless you, saints, amen. Amen. Father, amen. Well, let's just sing a, a, a song, amen. Let's just sing a song as we bow to close, amen. Maybe the church.
another one it reaches to the highest is it mountain or a star amen the love of god how many were blessed this evening amen the prodigal son he came to himself it's quite a journey for one to come to oneself amen and it is very true in life we come across situations and in certain situations there are certain elements that become the subject of idolatry in our lives but may god grant us the, the mercy amen how many believe that we need god's mercy amen uh, let's just sing it this evening once more sorry to keep you i feel let that we should sing this one as well it reaches to the high yes
speaks, it speaks for a purpose, folks. Uh, it amazed me, was that last Saturday, we were at a wedding, we had a, a brother, uh, Hosanna from Devon, and he was ministering in a wedding, and the way he preached, he moved off the subject of marriage, he began to speak about Christ as one's personal savior and he asked the people to make Christ to be a focal point in their lives. I was sitting in my chair and I, I, I was wondering that the minister has gone the evangelical route. Uh, and he, he really he really preached hard. Uh, he pulled no punches. It made a lot of people uncomfortable. He said many things that were true, that were uh, not really acceptable by people. We didn't know. Little did we know that the interpreter in the wedding was just left with a couple of hours to live. And after the wedding on his way, they got involved in an accident. He's a dear friend of ours. He passed away. Then when I received the message at midnight on Saturday, I said, God, no wonder you spoke in the manner that you spoke. Because there was somebody in the service that that service was their last service, even though it was just a, a wedding ceremony. And folks... This life is just like a candle in the wind. It can be blown away at any time. Uh, you can be full of life today, but by next week we might be planning your funeral. What does it mean? It means whenever we have an opportunity to come in church, we've got to be very sincere. We've got to be very sincere. And I believe God has spoken tonight. And I think the Holy Spirit wanted us to be very sensitive of some of the idols that we pick up along the way. And how do you identify an idol? An idol is anything that will take preeminency above the word of God in your life. That becomes your idol. Your job can become an idol. Your business can become an idol. Your marriage can become an idol. Anything that takes the preeminence over the word of God, it becomes an idol. And I think this evening, 
under the inspiration, the word has been spoken, and it behooves us to do an introspection, folks. Gracious Heavenly Father, we are very much thankful this evening. How precious it is to be found in your presence. You have done a lot of things for us in the end time. And you have loved us, dear God, despite our shortcomings. Many times, we as humanity have failed you. There are times when you wanted us to speak and we did not speak. There are times when you wanted us to act and we did not act. We fail you daily. And that is why I think the brother mentioned on Sunday that it is necessary for us to repent daily. And this evening we have heard about the prodigal son who went to the far country. It amazes me of the love of the father that even though the prodigal son was in the far country, there was a, a lamb that was being fed. It became fatter and it was earmarked for a ceremony. And every day the father would look at the lamb and know that one morning my son will come back. And this evening, dear God, you have spoken to us in a very simple but yet in a very loving manner. And Lord, you, you were pinching our spiritual conscience so that we can realize what the devil is doing in the end time. Our young ones, we buy them some of the toys, they capture their attention and the devil is out to mess up with the subconscious of our young people. But this evening, we just want to apply a token. But a token needs an introspection. A token needs a cleansing of the heart and of the environment. May you be gracious this evening, dear God. May you make it a point that you make us realize this life has got no guarantees. There's absolutely nothing that you can guarantee about this life. We can plan better. We can have the foresight. But Heavenly Father, when the time has come, the time has come. We did not plan when we were going to born. We will never plan our departure out of this earth. You, in your sovereignty, you planned our coming and you planned our departure. But you've been merciful that in between our coming and our departure, you gave us the, the revealed word of the hour. You gave us an opportunity to come on Wednesday nights and to take a seat and listen to simple word. But if we were to open our hearts and really take heed of the warning that came forth, we will spend eternity with you. Dear God, we need you more than ever before. As the Israelites one day said, we can't go forward unless your presence go with us. It has dawned on me, we can never go forward unless your presence with us. We need your presence in our households. We need your presence at our places of work. We need our, your presence as we drive on the road. Because the devil is ever present.
to try to derail us from this truth. But Heavenly Father, these people, you spoke to them because you love them. And I believe that everybody that was within the voice of the servant that you have used it tonight, may you make them to go home and ponder on these things. If I was to go tonight, am I ready? That is the most important question for every man and woman in the building. But may you be gracious to them, O God. I believe you spoke in this manner because you love us. And love is corrective, Heavenly Father. And Lord, just help us like David of the old who once said, search my heart. And if you find something that should not be there, take it out. May there be searching of hearts tonight. May there be a cleansing of hearts tonight as we commit everybody to you. And committing the servant that you have used, he has lost virtue. May you restore it, Heavenly Father. We just want to commit everything to you as we ask for the traveling mercy as well. And we commit everything to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you, Rishli. Till we meet on Sunday. Amen. God bless you, Rishli. Those that... Few that know Brother Dikotupe, he'll be buried on Saturday. Uh, the memorial service will be on Friday. Amen. He, he's a good friend of ours. We've known him. He was once uh, a deacon at some point in his life to me, and later he became a friend. Hallelujah. So it's a I know uh, there's a lot that I could speak about him. A couple of weeks, I think a few weeks back, he looked for my number and he got it from Brother Mpanyana. He gave me a call. So we had a, we had a chat, a long chat about a few things in the message about his plans. We met at a wedding. He mentioned a few plans to me. But in a couple of minutes, around 12 o'clock, I got the message that he's gone. Uh, I just couldn't concentrate the following day. Life cannot be guaranteed, folks. But one thing that helps me and gives me confidence, Brother Dukutope loved this message. Amen. He's one of the people that were disappointed by a few things. He could have left the message, but he remained in the message because he became part of the message. And we say, may God console the family, and we will hold them up in prayer. Amen. So, see you on Sunday. I'm home on Sunday. Amen. I've not been home for quite some time. You need to teach me how to sing. Because wherever I go, they assume that because you guys sing, I can sing. So, wherever I have gone to, Firstly, I had to apologize that I'm not a singer. I just, pa- I just pastor good singers. Amen. God bless you richly. And then we'll meet on Sunday. Amen. Just give us a... I, I just want us to go on a worshiping song so that we become in a reflective mode. Amen. Just a worshiping song. Jehovah is
How many agree that Jehovah is his name? Jehovah God bless you, brother Chetty. God bless you. Jehovah is his name. He is our Lord.